everybody, and welcome to this week's Game Bite Show weather podcast. Uh, Jeremy, how's the weather doing over the there in San Diego? Uh, let me just kind of put my finger in the air here. Uh, this, uh-huh. the, the, the air is stale right now, but with a sense of foreboding. That's of great. Foreboding. That's great. And uh, Dale, how are you doing up in Beaverton? How's the weather? There's some moss up there, I've heard. Uh, yeah, there's there's moss if you go into the woods, but uh, it's been sunny actually the last couple of days, so. Um, I'm sure there's been a little bit of air circulation. I, I wouldn't say that there's been a stiff breeze, but, uh, you know. I, I, I like Dale's detailed weather report. Uh, Jeremy, take us out. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for joining us for this weather podcast. You can find us on the internet, uh, but why would you want to? Good night. Guys, welcome to the show. It's the Game by Show podcast, video game, video game podcast. Video Guys, games. it was just a joke. It was all a ruse. Oh, we, we never talk about the weather on this show. April Small the 6th talk. be with you. <laughs> or no, April. I'm sorry. It's October right now. Yeah, what? I don't <laughs> know. Never going mind. on. So, uh, cue conversation. Yeah, so we were talking. We just wanted to pick this up a little bit. <laughs> Rockstar update, update, update. Did we talk about this on the last show? Did we mention that my wife won like two and a half cases of Rockstar energy drinks? Yes, we did. And you said that you, you if, that if, I think you said something like if it was gone or if it was like halfway down, we could like hold you to account. And we're doing that right now. It's not halfway down. It's pretty I much halfway down. I already proved it. You've got like three cans in the top half of that Luck. stack. I think, I'm, I think about uh, half of that top case was gone last time. Look, it looks lots. like there's, there's it looks lots. like there's about a quarter right. left. So I think that's right. only like okay, he's, three he's to five fine. cans. Listen, there's plenty. There's plenty left. I've only had how many days has it been since the last podcast? It's a f- several. Just a few. I've I mean, only had several cans. You've had, you've had, yeah, you've had a few per day there, which is, no, I've, I've, it's a little concerning. I never, I never drink more than one Rockstar a day. How many friends. heating gaming moments have you had while on Rockstar? Yeah, well, how many how many expletives and like racial <laughs> well, slurs? I want to hear the funniest thing. So today uh, we were watching <laughs> some old YouTube streams that I did like a long time ago when we were playing Rainbow Six Siege. And I was like half asleep and my kids noticed and were like, Dad, you're like asleep playing that game. <laughs> that's like, that's like, like me and our you're streams. You're not wrong, man. You're not wrong, kid. That's our, what happens at 2 o'clock in the morning. If, if, you're, if you're a careful watcher of our weekly podcast streams over twitch.tv slash show, you'll notice me from time to time just kind of like nodding just a little bit <laughs> and then kind of coming back up. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Have you guys it. ever fallen asleep while playing video games? Straight up. Oh, fall straight asleep. up, yes. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll wake up. My dude's been... My thumbstick is forward. My dude's like running into the wall. I'm like, where am I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like the best thing ever? You wake yeah. up and your guy's just been in his idle animation for like you the last 45 minutes. finally beat that boss while you were playing. <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah, I, I, beat, uh, I beat, what's his name? The, uh, the, the sniper in Metal Gear Solid 3 by falling asleep. The end? <laughs> yeah, the end. His name's the end. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's awesome. So we know something about video games here. Yeah, you know, we, we do that from time to time. It's Sunday. Thing or two about a thing or two. Oh, yeah, yeah, and s- Sundays is when we talk about uh, video game news and uh, happening. Some goings on. We make some. There's some innuendo that come, goes on every once in a while. Uh, we try and make, we try and keep it interesting a little bit. Yeah, once you start us off with some hardcore innuendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. Oh, Nintendo. Oh, I've got some Sony window. Uh, my Sony window <laughs> is that Sean Layden has abruptly pulled out 
from Sony. Ooh. And uh, yeah, this actually, so Sean Layden is the, uh, has uh, previously been the head of Sony Computer Entertainment America. And uh, he's been, he's been there for actually as an employee, he's been there for nigh on 20 some odd years. He started out in public relations in 1987 uh, and, uh, you know, moved to Sony, you know, early on in the company's history, um, but began his his current job or I guess his former job uh, in 2016. uh, The most recent thing he did was he actually orchestrated the purchase of Insomniac, which is now a Sony second party studio. Um, But all of this has been sort of capstoned by a by a tweet that basically says, oh, uh, he's, uh, he's leaving now and thanks very much, uh, for all of the, all of the good times. Um, generally people will get at least some kind of acknowledgement and this is like a really abrupt and B really like low key. Hmm. Um, Sean Layden is, is known typically among gamers as the one who wears the, uh, the, um, the, the special themed shirts, like the, the medieval and the, uh, jump and flash shirts. He's been their like keynote that. guy for a while now, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I, you know, by by my reckoning, uh, Sean Layden is is no um, uh, uh, anybody else, really. I was trying to think of all the past guys, Jack Tretton, uh, even even fake uh, VP of whatever he was, Kevin Butler. Uh, I really liked him Shu when he Yoshida. was on stage. Yeah, Shuhei Yoshida, uh, who has kind of gone into the background as well. And, and unrelated to this or semi-related to this, I believe I saw something kind of on the news wires that some anonymous insider at Sony was sort of quote unquote concerned for the company's future and is like really kind of bothered about the PlayStation 5 and stuff like that. But I, you know, I kind of figure at any given point, uh, you know, a multi-million dollar company with a, a project that draws in, uh, you know, a vertical slice of an entire multinational corporation, you're probably going to be a little bit concerned about how things are going to go. Um, but only time will tell. Uh, anyway, so we don't have any information yet about um, any you know, who's going to be taking over for Sean Layden or, or even really what's going on or if there is something going on, but it just seemed kind of, it's kind of odd. It's a little weird. It's Hideo Kojima. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, the, the, the baby was, was the, uh, <laughs> yeah, baby was representing the, the new era. Uh, elsewhere though, in Sony land, we actually have something that's kind of interesting. We talked about this in the Game Byte Show discord. Uh, Sony has made the price and terms of PlayStation now actually kind of reasonable it's actually about half the price that it used to be and then they added a bunch of playstation 4 stuff um so the subscription cost uh used to be something like a hundred some odd dollars a year for that service and it's their streaming service so in case you're not familiar it is the more than um, that wasn't it before it was like 100 maybe like 120 or something 15 bucks a month yeah it was it was significant uh but now it is uh 9.99 a month it used to be 20 dollars a month apparently uh that's if you did it month to month so you could for an annual subscription, it's now sixty dollars, and it used to be a hundred. So it kind of depends. Are you on serious? If you only sixty bucks for a year? Yeah. Yep. And now it is on top of you know PS Plus or anything else that you might subscribe to, and it does not give you the benefits. So it does not, unlike the Microsoft so Game Pass. Still too much. Yeah, the two services together, mm, you know, a little, little one hundred and twenty dollars a year, still ten dollars a month. Before it was absolutely prohibitive, and think about this: the, the Microsoft Games Pass for for the kind of the deal that we all got in on, the actual monthly price of Game Pass, I think, is fifteen dollars a month, something like yep. that. For I mean, Game Pass Ultimate, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but that includes Xbox Live Gold. Yeah, it does. So that's the thing. So Games Pass confers the benefit of Xbox Live Gold, whereas PS Now and PS Plus are still distinct. 
I have been saying since the beginning of the year when they uh, did away with the Vita and the PS3 component of PS Plus that they should be folding PlayStation Now into that somehow, kind of a la Games Pass. But so far, they're they're taking tentative steps. I mean, this is a good step in the right direction because it actually got us in the Discord sort of going, huh, maybe that maybe that is something that I'm kind of interested in. Um, I mean, it at least makes you think twice where before it was like, no way. So here, the one big difference, though, is that uh, Microsoft has basically said all of our first party all of our published games will be free on here from the beginning. So like Gears 5 yeah. was free. Halo, whatever that's coming out, it's going to be released day and date on Game Pass. So I think that is the big major difference where there's, as of right now, there's been no commitment to like... Yeah, that. that's true. Although this month they did add uh, some pretty high profile titles. God of War, last year's God of War, which is an excellent, excellent game, is on there now. Grand Theft Auto V, Infamous Second Son, Uncharted 4 uh, will be available all the way through to January of 2020. So they're at least committed there and it, so it will be sort of rolling in rolling out stuff uh kind of like the games past thing is but yeah legrand you're right uh the fact that sony has promised that all of their first party games day and date on their service um that is a that's significant and it's still, still basically today. just saying hey play some old games for yeah 60 bucks yeah. 60 bucks a year right? yeah mm-hmm uh, this was something else that was kind of adjacent to Sony that I thought was pretty interesting. This was in an exploration of The Last of Us 2, which they're starting to really ramp up on their uh, release, um, you know, kind of their, uh, you know, hype train thing. Um, and and it uh, I found this interesting. We talked about it in Spider-Man 4. I don't know if you guys are Spider-Man 4 in Spider-Man, the, the you know, last year's uh, Marvel's Spider-Man, how uh, if you're swinging the voice lines for Peter Parker will have exertion like ah, I'm on my way to Midtown now. Ah. That's yeah, that's my right. that's my idea of exertion. But if he's walking, he's just like they recorded the, the line separately where he's like, I'm on my way to Midtown now or, or whatever. Uh, and in a similar fashion, The Last of Us 2 is doing a couple of really interesting things. All of the characters, including NPCs, including enemies, are named characters. They all have names, which means that all of the NPCs, when they bark out to their to their teammates or whatever, they'll say like, oh, he just shot Phil or whatever. You know, Dave, Larry, Larry, no. Uh, and uh, so they'll all have names. It was a Kickstarter names. award. Yeah, Kickstarter yes. award have your name. Dale. Oh, Dale. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, and then on top of that, all of the characters actually have heartbeats, uh, and what that translates into, there's no heartbeat mechanic. You don't have to do any of that, but they actually have also levels of exertion based on, you know, whether they're running, whether they're getting shot or whatever. So, so they've the, actually embedded Is the heartbeat systems. necessary to give them the, to like sense when they would be exerted? I'm just trying to like, why would they do heartbeats? Yeah, I guess, well, it could be just a number. I mean, it doesn't mean that they necessarily have a thump, thump 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 heartbeat but that there could be a value that you know is increased by different kinds of exertion ellie has super secret hearing powers now yeah so that's the thing so the grant hits right on it so the main idea is that the, the reason why this is important is because then you can gauge kind of where the other characters including clickers actually apparently have this the infected uh have these these tells that they're gonna kind of give off based on the exertion that they're doing well, um, you can already do that in last of us one right you can, yeah like, yeah use just your the general super, idea super hearing yeah, the general idea of, uh, you know, having some mechanic. I mean, this goes, uh, the first one I can think of was like Metal Gear Solid 4, where Snake had that thing where you could see the ring around him and it would sort of, it sort of worked like a waveform thing when something was like knocking around or, or gunfire or whatever. Right. Um, but this, this sort of makes it a little bit more of a, uh, as they call it, a diegetic system, both for the player and for uh, the character. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And uh, I, I mean... I liked when when that thing about Spider-Man was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. They have a lot of attention to detail. I just thought this was uh, was kind of neat. I thought I would bring it up as well. Uh, here's a game that you will be able to play on your play on your PC, but can't right now. Red Dead Redemption 2. 
which is coming to PC. I wouldn't play that with a 10 foot long PC. <laughs> nice. I like it. Um, so the weird thing about this, though, so Rockstar has been bringing stuff to PC with more and more regularity, uh, with a few exceptions. Red Dead Redemption 1, still still not available. Dale's still waiting for that one. Uh, but uh, the interesting Dale can't thing- wait to mod it. He wants to mod it so hard. Oh, that's rude. Don't I did that. finally play that on PS3, if you recall, our game club. I do remember <laughs> he that. He beat it. Did you beat it? I did. It? Yeah, he did better than I did, too. I, uh, I, got, I got into it. I didn't get too I actually far. finished that game. Here's the interesting thing about this. Uh, so it's actually going to be coming first to Rockstar's new PC uh, launcher, <laughs> which I think we talked. Did we talk about they're, they're doing a launcher? Anyway, they're doing no. a launcher. Yeah, they're doing did, a launcher. Did we I thought we did. We might have mentioned it briefly in passing. But uh, then after that, it's going to be coming to the Epic Games Store and Green Man Gaming and the Humble Store. Uh, pre-orders for those are going to go live in a couple weeks here on the 23rd. And then the Steam version won't actually be available until December. You know, I think we did talk about this because I actually, I think I remember saying, oh, this is probably so that they can go ahead and bring Red Dead Redemption 2 and then have it be exclusive to their to their hey, uh, launcher. Hey, thing. Dale, what do, we, what do we say to the god of Rockstar's video game launcher? Not today. Uh, we also say that to Steam. We just say not today, but maybe in a couple months. Yeah, not today. Maybe <laughs> maybe in 30 days. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, some sad news. Uh, John J. Kirby, who was the namesake of the Nintendo character Kirby, has died, has passed on at the age of 79 years old. He was, he was sort of the Nintendo attorney, I guess. So like the plumber got a character, the attorney got a character. Y- yeah. So the thing is, he he's the who one. Who is Zelda then? Who's Samus? Zelda nah, was Robin Williams' man. daughter. Named for her. Uh, no. So this actually, he was the law. He was the guy who uh, argued the Donkey Kong case. He successfully defended against uh, Universal Studios uh, Donkey Kong as King Kong kind of uh, intellectual property infringement. And so as a, I guess, as an homage, they decided to name this pinky blobby character. Your Honor, this is clearly a donkey and, and this not is, a monkey. This is a conky dong, Your Honor. <laughs> Danky um, Kang, your Dan- <laughs> this is a Danky Kang. Um, so yeah, I gotta, uh, le- I gotta look that up right now again. Um, so, so the thing is that uh, uh, yeah, he he has passed on, and uh, as at his memorial service, he'll be ejected out of a giant pink um, Danky Kang. <laughs> they'll suck him into it and inject him right out of it. I almost got Dale. I almost got him to spit something out. That would have been the, that would have been the best. Um, so anyway, rest in peace, John J. Kirby. Uh, we'll always remember you as the worst of the Nintendo mascots. Fighting a tree. Oh yeah, fighting oh, damn tree. Uh, Destiny 2 is now out on PC. We've been trying to play it for a while. Server situation has not been great. Uh, but the interesting thing is that they've redone this whole thing. And Dale was actually looking into this a little bit earlier. Our crack yeah. cub reporter, uh, keeping, keeping the news under control. Uh, Dale's actually tried this out and, uh, <laughs> and apparently, yeah, so there we have Danky Kang. Um, <laughs> sorry, Legrand's messing around in the Discord. He's finding. I am stuff. not. Yeah, he's, I might be. He might be. Um, I super am. So they've actually changed. They've actually completely revamped Destiny Two. Whereas uh, before, when you played the game, it started out with the Red War, and it was this whole campaign that you'd have to do. And now it's, I guess, completely optional. And Dale was reading some of the baloney that they've injected oh, yeah. into the. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us about that? What's your impression? Injected. I'm sorry. So, Destiny was baloney from the beginning. <laughs> it was. So when you <clears throat> when you log in to the the, the city, the, the tower in the city on the planet or whatever, um, <laughs> you, they start work. you out next to the postmaster, uh, and so you walk over <laughs> and you get uh, you, you get start next stuff. to the glimmer salesperson that sells you the <laughs> the, the the glimmers. 
whatever that what, what do they call it the the, the dust the bright dust. silver right yes. like oh silver, silver that's right yeah and then no there is that's glimmer, sorry, next but year. that's i think that's glimmer, glimmer is the soft currency silver yeah. is the hard currency right, and right, in the middle, right. they've got bright yeah dust they start next to that one where you buy the dyes so for your ship and stuff if you go and check your mailbox at the postmaster there are these like five like uh like basically like usb sticks that you can get and then you look at them in your inventory and they each have, you know, like a 300 word, uh, you know, bit of lore background. It's all, you know, like nouns capitalized and <laughs> like right. nonsense Vague concepts like the, that are the panelactic union of darkness <laughs> will be defeated by the, you know, the pan flute flautist. We, we, of we light. need that we, more, more, more like intonation here. We need, yeah, all this weird stuff. And, um, if you read the, you know, the little blurb of lore and then, uh, I think the prompt says like archive, basically it like kills the, it destroys the item, but then saves the lore to your lore codex or whatever. Your grimoire. Uh, grimoire, excuse me. Yeah, but I I don't know if that's even accessible in the game or where it would be accessible. It's probably in the tabs somewhere. But yeah, then it gives you... You didn't read the grimoire? Your... USB stick? I don't even know what it gave me. It gave it did something. So here, here's what I'm hearing. Destiny 2 is as incomprehensible as it ever was, <laughs> just in a new way. It totally was. I went to... Get this, okay? So my character is a warlock, and uh, my vanguard person is Ikora Ray. Uh, they, which, by the way, the one Warlocks. of the Vanguard people is dead, right? Cade Six. So, like, if you're oh, a hunter, yeah. who do you go to now? I don't no know. No one. Your daddy's uh, dead. We'll never know. But um, I, I supposedly I know this lady, right? Like, she's been my mentor and helped me become a warlock and all this stuff. Yeah, but you fell but, asleep in her class all the time. She's way. <laughs> but more. then I, I go up and talk to her, and she's like, "Here, take this quest item." And so I, you take the quest item, and then that like signifies that you're gonna be her protege again and now you can take quests from her it's like i've already done all this stuff for, for two games now um why you are might, you, you might be like new you don't though. know me you might be new here she just yeah. that's what she says that's all the new proteges maybe <laughs> like yeah. uh, anyway you get so many you know the next year you forget them all they've revamped it all so if you're new you know what they the say game, at the end of destiny 2 what's that they say we truly have lived up to our destiny to the again. destiny 2 yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you are new to Destiny 2, don't worry. Jump in. You'll have no idea what's going on, just like the rest just, of us. Yeah, just like everybody else. <laughs> just like the rest of us. The Writers Guild of America is doing away with a video game writing award that they have given out in the past. Uh, they uh, have given awards to games like uh, Star Wars, The Force Unleashed. They're and tired of Bungie winning it every year with Uncharted their 4. epic storytelling. Yeah, they're like, you know this lore is too dank, you guys. The light of the darkness <laughs> will defeat the smoke and the light and the darkness. Yeah. The, La the Last of Us, The Last of Us uh, remastered actually, um, you know, kind of got got it twice i guess but the thing is they're doing away with this and <laughs> cool. it's not for the reason that you think i mean initially you'd say well video games just don't have good writing uh which you know we joke about it but it's not true there's usually some good stuff out there but actually the problem is that the writers guild of america doesn't seem to attract membership for writers of video game stories um so the problem is the wga does not it is one of the eligibility requirements for a game is that they've got to have a writer on there who's credited who actually has applied for WGA, wga membership um mm. so I just, I just thought that was kind of interesting in general and at first i was like oh this is an outrage but then i realized oh nobody wants to be part of your writing guild um so <laughs> yeah i don't know it's like uh it's like logging into destiny 2 and avoiding it's like sorry 
developers, if you want to win the game by show game of the year, you need to, you know, listen to our podcast. Yeah, be exactly. a part of the of the program. Join in. Join the discussion on our Discord. Uh, no, don't do that. Uh, so anyway, that was just a little, little tiny little blurb that I found kind of interesting. Um, this one is is kind of sad, and this will actually uh, direct our uh, uh, discussion in our third segment here. But the uh, the studio Alpha Dream, which has been around for twenty eight years and is the creator of the Mario and Luigi Alpha Dream series, yeah. Uh, they have filed for bankruptcy. They are seeking bankruptcy protection. Uh, this was reported by Gematsu, which keeps track of stuff that's going on over there in Japan and then translates it into English for all you gaijin out there. Uh, all of you gaijin. I'm a gaijin. There. You are a gaijin. Uh, all you gaijin and all you galjin all of us. out there. All the guy and galjin. Um, so Mario Luigi Superstar Saga was an awesome game for the Game Boy Advance in 2003. They also did Mario Luigi Paper Jam, which I did not play. Um, but the Mario and Luigi series is actually one of my favorite ones. And I really did admire, all of them. Yeah, they, all of them. They were real good and they were funny. Partners in time and yeah, what, Bowser's Inside, Inside Story. Story. Absolutely. They were all really excellent. So it is it is a shame uh, that they are uh, not doing so well here. And, uh, you know, I, I'm calling BS on Nintendo for this one. How could you let the developer of some of your best material uh, go this way, you guys. I'm sorry. That's just not. We can't have this. Uh, Alpha Dream also is known, uh, lesser known, I guess, for uh, a series of Hamtaro games. Uh, did you, did any of you guys oh, watch Hamtaro? I know Hamtaro. Yeah, yeah Hamtaro. Uh, Hamtaro is a hamster who uh, is super cute. And, he's a hu- uh, he's a, like a hero hamster. He is a hero hamster, and I I happen to remember that he is uh, always trying to get the attention of the fair um, Biju who is the the girl hamster, the love interest in Hamtaro. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they did Ham Ham Games in 2004 and Ham Ham, uh, Hi Hamtaro Ham Ham Challenge for the Nintendo DS in 2008. Uh, so hopefully they're able to sort things out there over at uh, Alpha Dream and uh, hopefully make some more good stuff. Uh, need some more of that Hamtaro. Says they owe $465 million. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to come back. As of last that. year. Eesh. Ouch. Ouch. Um, in the, what you could do is you could do remakes of all of those games and just sell them to people who've already had them. Uh, there are new House of the Dead <laughs> games that are doing exactly that. Uh, House of the Dead is uh, the light gun game that is famous for basically bad dialogue and bad voice acting. Um, you know, what about you Typing know? of the Dead? Have you played that? I love Typing. See, that's where I was going to go. I'm so glad you said that because the best version of the House of the Dead was Typing of the Dead. Um, for the Dreamcast and the PC, and uh, I want more of that so that you can all suffer like G did. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so they they are going to be doing that. Uh, we don't have any dates or platforms at the at the moment, which uh, you know it it behooves us to maybe have waited to report on this until we knew more. But I was so excited about it that I just had to talk about it. So uh, be on the lookout for House of the Dead and House of the Dead Two remakes coming sometime in the future. Uh, I pulled one from the Jared file here. I thought uh, he'd be interested to hear about this. The president of ArenaNet, that is one Mike O'Brien, who is the co-founder and president of ArenaNet, um, is leaving the company after 19 years and is forming his own studio. Perfect. Uh, Kotaku reported that uh, eight developers from... ArenaNet are leaving the studio and that they actually were in the process of laying the groundwork for Guild Wars 3. Uh, So we do not know yet if Guild Wars 3 is actually coming. It says here that they did not um, they hadn't actually gotten to the point where it was in official development. They were just kind of starting it out. Uh, so we don't know if Michael Bryan is going to be doing something similar in his new studio or what, but um, I don't know. Jared seems to be pretty happy with Guild Wars 2, so maybe we don't really need any of that new stuff. It's garbage. Get it out of here. But um, anyway, so look look out for something from Michael Bryan. You can always use more Guild Wars. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, he may pick up well, some they other people. they haven't stopped. They've been making 
expansions. Oh yeah, all, least, all, what, all three the expansions? expansions. Yeah, and nobody cares about any of them except Jared. So we we, we give him a chance to talk about <laughs> it. We do. Uh, they might pick up some other ArenaNet staff because they actually laid off uh, 143 people uh, earlier this year. I actually kind of like it <laughs> in February. So uh, I don't know. It is trying times all over the place. Uh, however, the the biggest uh, telltale sign that things are not good in the world is uh, all of these weird video game uh, or, or, or gaming adaptations of fast food restaurants. Uh, we reported a couple of weeks back about the Colonel Sanders I Love You Something Something Bishonen dating sim uh, <laughs> that was being released by the official KFC. Uh, well, now, following up to that is Wendy's, who is releasing a tabletop RPG called Feast of Legends. Um, as far as we can tell, this is actually a real thing. Um, Wendy's is um, basically making itself with, uh, it looks like a paper doll of kind of the battle-ready Wendy with her, it looks like something from, I don't know, like Ivelisse, uh, you know, Yasumi Matsuno style. I mean, it, you know, it's kind of compelling. Uh, but apparently they're fighting against the evil McDonald's Corporation, um, which is, uh, I'm sorry, it's not actually McDonald's. It is the United Clown Nations. Uh, so you got to take that. It sounds terrifying. Take, yeah, you got to take that kind of coalition seriously, uh, really. And uh, how are you going to do it? Square burgers. Square burgers. Uh, so there's actually a, uh, a 97 page. This is sort of adjacent to video games. I guess I should admit this. This is a 97 page full featured tabletop role playing game uh that you know basically is like a d6 uh or, or d20 yeah i was gonna say um, d i wonder if you roll d20s or what yeah i don't know i don't know uh but i guess this is something that will be um uh actually it's available right now so you can download it as a free pdf file over at feastoflegends.com and uh you can get started playing this right now in fact i tell you what i'm going to be taking this to my actual D tabletop group i'm going to print this out all 97 pages and we're going to do this we're going to do it for sounds like fun for wendy and for dave for dave and that's all the news that we've got dave thomas that's right founder of Wendy. okay everyone thanks for listening to the news mm-hmm. now for a weather update still cold also still cold uh, new releases, courtesy of tech-gaming.com. This week, we get to see Trine 4, The Nightmare Prince. This is the the return to form of Trine into the 2D space uh, that I'm pretty excited for. 100% of the other 2D Trines, and I want to play the other, this one. Mm-hmm. I tried the third one, and I don't know. It's a little Didn't weird, like but I'm down for some more 2D Trine for sure. Yeah. They're also releasing a an ultimate edition, which I believe comes with all the trines in one package. Oh, nice. So get that. Uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. This is the follow-up to Warpath, Warfighter, Warzone, War... Uh, I, I tell you what, Ghost I heard Recon. this is bad. What was the last one called? War... Advanced Warface. Yeah, the last <laughs> one was, Face the, it was like the, Tom Clancy's... It was like the cocaine in Bolivia. Supposedly it was good, I hear. What was it called? I forgot. Ghost. Yeah, the old one was good. This Wildlands. Wildlands. That's it. Oh, yeah. This one is, this is no the follow-up bueno. to that. It's following yeah. that. Why is it no bueno? What are you talking about? I've just, I've seen some stuff. It doesn't look good. I'm sure it's going to be more of the same. Right? I heard yeah. it's good. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I'm sure it's fine. Wildlands was really well-received. And in classic Ubisoft fashion, they continue to make the game better. Like, that's what Ubisoft does. We'll synthesize this and we'll call it a mixed bag. Uh, the follow-up to Kickstarter legend, Ukulele. There's another there's a sequel to this game. Ukulele in the in the impossible lair. You know what you're getting there. Uh, Tropico Six. This is the uh, the God Game Simulator game on PCs out. 
Tropical Six. I would call it more of a city builder, more of a like El Presidente for life kind of banana republic. Yeah, sorry, city not yeah. God game, but I mean, kind I mean. of. I guess in a way, you know, you're, you know, nobody's going to yeah, question city you. builder with uh, yeah, sort of like in, uh, in the, the oppressive. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Le Grand Legacy: Tales of the Fate Bounds. Oh my god! I don't gosh. know if this is a sequel or if this is DLC, but it sounds great. It's the Game Bite Show uh, pro- <laughs> proper release about Le Grand and his legacy, Tales of the Fate and Bounds. the Tales of the Fate Bounds. It's about how it's about how many rock star drinks you can drink in like three days. My fate is bound to those rock stars. Mm. John Wick Hex. This is the turn-based strategy game featuring everyone's favorite mass favorite mass murderer, John Wick. Uh, John Wick Hex out on all the things. He, he becomes and, Wiccan and starts hexing people. That's right. And in our rad switch game titles.com, we've got a game called One Night Stand. This reminds Ooh. me of uh, Dale's college days. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, Teddy Gangs. This is a game about uh, that's, that's teddy Jeremy's bears. College, college days. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeremy's college days. And Legrand's college days. days. Tic Tac Letters by. P-O-W-G-I, whatever that you means. you got to pronounce it. Powgy. Powgy. I guess. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Pow-gy. Those are your radswitchgametitles.com for this week. Uh, Monster Hunter's getting a Resident Evil crossover, so you're going to be able to dress up as Leon and Claire and Mr. X even in Monster Hunter. So if you're still playing Monster Hunter, this is part of the new expansion, so you got to have that, I guess. I think about playing um, Monster Hunter a lot. Hey, you have been? I think about it. Leon S. Kennedy. I think about playing a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, Humble Bundle's got a new bundle. They call it the uh, One Special Day Bundle. Uh, it includes such titles as Broken Age, Perfect Date. It's a, <laughs> a, cat, a cat dating, dating simulator. Sim, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Uh, Bomber Crew, Stronghold, Crusader, Swords of the Swords of Ditto, Tannenberg, and Dirt 4. Yeah. So and pay this, uh, 10 bucks and get all those games. And, and it's for uh, the charity that they're doing for this is special effect, which is for helping people with disabilities to play video games and kind of uh, being advocates for accessibility and those kinds of things. So, Listen, guys, I think cool. I need to branch into the uh, the wacky dating simulator games and play some perfect date. You should try it. I, I think I think about playing Hot Old Boyfriend like all the time. I mean that that KFC thing I think is available to play now. You could do it. I mean, oh yeah, I we were talking a little one. bit earlier about the the rut that you guys are getting into playing the same games. Now is your chance. The you same can... games, please. It's the greatest game of 2019. All right, we'll settle this offline. <laughs> <laughs> and well, that's all that stuff. All that stuff that I talked about is all that stuff that we talked about in the middle. To close out the show, then let's talk about. Game developers that uh, have have come and gone, that uh, we either miss or we're glad they're gone. Um, yeah. And I would like to uh, first up nominate Interplay um, of the Fallout and Fallout Two days specifically, because those are a couple of really magical games. And um, the people that were working on them, including such names as uh, Tim Kane, uh, Fergus Urquhart. Uh, Chris Avalon, um, you know, I, I believe Josh Sawyer was probably in there. Um, these are all people that uh, later ended up either probably at Obsidian or or passed through there um, and have gone on to do other really cool RPGs. And this particular developer goes all the way back to the like mid to late 80s. Um, I mean, they, they did uh, stuff like The Bard's Tale. Um, right. Brian chess. Fargo was was a big part of Interplay at one point also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
uh, going all the way back to uh, Castles in 1991. Uh, Clay Fighter, in case any of you forgot about Clay oh, Fighter man. Descent. Who is could in forget here. about Bad I Mr. Frosty? Yeah, I'm, yeah, how could you? Clay, Clay, Fighter. Blue suede goo. <laughs> Ichibod Clay. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, a bunch of the Star Trek games. They had the official license to Star Trek. So the Star Trek 25th anniversary and all the wow. Starfleet yeah. Command stuff. Uh, that was all them. Um, Wasteland. Uh, that's another that's one. right. Yeah, Wasteland. Um, just all kinds of things. Um, I've got one. All right. Bioware, guys. Oh, oh yeah. I remember when they were st- good? No, dude, that, that's too soon. <laughs> Too Baldur's soon. Gate 1 and 2. Whatever happened Too to those soon. guys? Whatever happened yeah. to Mass Effect? Oof. Whatever happened to Mass Effect Andromeda? Uh, I, I have one, actually. And this is uh, one way that you can really nail this topic is to look at anybody that EA purchased at some yeah. point and then, and then yeah. shut down. Uh, in fact, I believe, in fact, I'm going to do this. I bet there's a wiki on this. I'm going to go take a look at this. But the one that came to mind was Westwood. Westwood Studios. Oh, oh um, dude. Westwood also, Command & Conquer bros. Bullfrog, uh, yes. Command & Conquer, Dune. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Dale can list them all. Origin yeah. is another one that I'm actually really, uh, they, they did the um, uh, uh, Ultima, um, Wing Commander, um, you know, all, all those kinds of things. Um, what, what's entertainment? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Like, that's a little bit cheating now. We Apex gotta... Legends is fine. What was the team <laughs> that made? Um, I, I think I guess they were probably already part of EA. The uh, like the Dead Space team, Dead Space Two. Oh, that was uh, Tiber- That was uh, EA Tiburon. I think they, was the studio. Yeah, so they, was, like, they were individual. already part of EA, but then they like had a hit, and then they like got extra brought in close and killed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They visceral games, visceral games. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That is right. Visceral games. Um, actually, we had our own um, EA Salt Lake. I don't think they're. Are, did they close? I they're don't still think around. They're, no, are they okay? All right. I wasn't sure. I was thinking of. Um, what are those no, guys, no. Wait a minute. I I don't I don't know if they are. I, they might have like relegated them to something that's that's uh, not defunct. April twenty seventeen. You're right. Yeah, oh, man. yeah. I thought they closed. What had they um, worked on? Uh, well, Disney Infinity, for one. Um, no, they that was this, not out of EA. No, you're right. That, no, you're right. That, that was Avalanche. Was, uh, Avalanche, that's right. Uh, but I was thinking- Which uh, is also Sims. gone. We can talk about Disney interactive yeah, they, in Actually, general. they've been picked up by Warner Brothers now. So they're doing games for, for WB, I think. But that, but yeah. The Avalanche they, guys? Yeah, Avalanche are. I, I'm I not always sure like Warner Brothers cartoons better than Disney anyway. Ha ha. Bugs Bunny, Um, What was the company? Speaking of local companies here in Utah, what was the company that did uh, Lynx? Like all the um, all the golf games- and stuff like that. That used to be um, pretty prevalent around here. I, I used to was sell that software. Local? Yeah, it was. Uh, Lynx is, let's see, according to, because eventually it was, I think it was picked up by Microsoft. Um, this was originally by a company called uh, Access Software, which um, was oh, yeah. a Salt Lake game studio uh, in the like 80s. Like Actually, they went back pretty here, far. Here's, here's a weird one. Remember, you know Brian Brandenburg from Salt Lake Comic Con? Uh huh. That was his studio. Oh, Whoa. huh. How about that? Yeah, uh, and um, actually, there were a few that there was kind of a weird history of video game studios in Salt Lake, in particular, in Utah. Um, but yeah, Access Software did all the Tex Murphy games, um, including Under a Killing Moon, the Pandora Directive. Um, again, all the Lynx stuff. They did some of the uh, oh oh. Top I got one. Blizzard North. The developers of Diablo and Diablo 2. Yeah, I guess uh, there's yeah. not really a Blizzard North anymore, is there? I didn't even think about that. Um, there, there, have been, 
there have been a bunch of ind- individual uh, branches of companies too, because I know that um, uh, Ubisoft has opened and closed several studios, I think. I mean, they, they had one, and, and they typically are associated with different releases of um, uh, Assassin's Creed games or, or whatever. I remember there was, a, I believe Ubisoft, is it Shanghai? I think that one had to close. I mean, I guess once you start talking about the individual I remember Shanghai branches, did um, Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow, I think was like their, the first game that I remember being publicized as being like made in China, in Shanghai. Uh yeah yeah and they they do some weird ones too like it seems like they had one in um uh not Austria but uh they had one in like a weird sort of like Central European Poland uh. <laughs> something like that something like that Czech uh, um what about uh I'm trying to think who who was it who did uh Red, was it Red Octane DDR yeah it was uh I'm trying to think because it used to be Guitar Hero because I remember there was like Budcat who who they went on from doing uh um there there was like a tie into Tony Hawk somewhere. Back in the day when my friends were getting into to DDR, the Red Octane brand pads for use yeah. at home were like the thing to get, right? Yep. Yeah, and I think we I had think, some. <laughs> didn't Activision Jeremy like had some buy them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. They're they're the good stuff. I feel like Activision bought them and then shut them down because they were they were gonna do. Who's the Guitar Hero studio? Was that um uh it, it was Budcat Creations? It was Budcat. Um, that, that's Bud what I Cat. thought. And then and I think they went. Somebody went from doing Guitar Hero to doing Tony like Hawk. skating games or something. Yeah, or was it the other way like around? It, it was one of those. Yeah. Oh, hey, here's one. Here's a real sad one. Bizarre Creations. Um, oh, yeah. Creations, who was known for um, Geometry Wars, Geometry Wars, <laughs> and also Project uh, Gotham the, Racing. Yeah, Project Gotham Racing. Yeah, that's right. Really? Yeah, and uh, and I think most. I think the last one they did was Blur. Was that Bizarre Creations? Yeah, uh, was it? Yeah, I, don't know. I I feel like it was. Um, but there were there were a bunch of racing games. Well, they were I mean, owned even, by Activision. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, and there was even uh, Disney had one. Black was it Black Isle Studios? They had done that. Um, Oh yeah, Black Isle. That's one that I really miss because they did um Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, which was awesome. Uh and they also did um was it Planescape or uh yeah, well you mentioned earlier Fergus uh Urquhart. Yeah, was, it was so so Black Isle was kind of like an offshoot of both like Bioware and Obsidian people or something. Or it was like a way station from one to the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Icewind Dale, Baldur's Gates. They they did all of this. In fact, this isn't even the studio that I was thinking of. Uh, who was who, what was that? Um, what was that racing game where you'd race through it and like airplanes would crash onto the track? And that was Blur. No, no, Blur was the one that was kind of like Mario second? Kart. Split second. Oh, split yeah. second. Yeah, we did split it. seconds. That was like uh, a, that was a Disney published thing, right? See, that's what I thought, and I thought it was Black Isle. But uh, hold on, know. just a second here. I'm going to find it out. Uh, oh, Black Rock Studio, not Black oh, Isle. Black Rock. It was Black Rock off. Studio. Yeah, I was. I mean, I got the I got the color right, I guess. Um, but yeah, those I, that was a Disney studio, and they closed that one. In fact, Disney in general uh, kind of shut down a bunch of uh, a bunch of studios that. Um, well, everything. <laughs> yeah, every yeah. Basically, they just made it into a into a licensing. What about Atari? 
They're gone now. Yeah. Yeah. They sort they don't huh. develop anything anymore. They're more of a like an IP. That, it's just like, like a hold. label that's out there now that somebody else owns, right? Yeah. Right. Kind of like THQ. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's a really good one, though, because, you know, back in the day, I mean, that was I mean, they were a, a, a bastion of, of game development. Well, they have their own console. I got a couple that I'm <laughs> several. I'm glad are not around anymore. Um, Acclaim and uh, LJN. Uh, Acclaim did all the Double Dragon stuff. You Acclaim did a lot of really bad crap. Yeah, they did. They did did. the uh, Mortal Kombat 2, didn't they? Ports for Super Nintendo. Uh, That's the the logo I remember seeing Goro jump on. (laughs) Hey, here's one. Here's one. How about about Konami? Oh, no, but I mean, actually legit, like I'm not even saying that just as a burn, but they don't, they don't, they don't create. (laughs) I mean, for that matter, Squaresoft, right? Because when they merged with Enix, they basically, Square was like basically more or less lost. Is that true? Because I mean, they they continued to make, huh? Yeah. And and yeah, they had some of the same people there, but it was basically uh, like a, it was, it was like Enix bought and swallowed them is what happened. Mm-hmm. And then they kept square and kept the name, name because they wanted the recognition. Yeah, I, I have Final one Fantasy that stuff. is significant to me, but but I kind of saw. I mean, if here's the thing with some of these, if they had continued going, like you could only imagine that their products production would have gotten worse over time. But um, I, I think about two of them actually come to mind. Uh, one is Lucas Arts, uh, yeah. that you know produced all the. I mean, now you know now I guess it would be Disney, but all the adventure games, the Star Wars properties. They had a lot of original stuff too, like The Dig and, um, you know, Maniac Mansion and, Loom. and some of those kinds of things. Yeah, the Loom. Um, but then the other one in the PC space that I think of is Sierra, Sierra Online, that um, it started out in development, adventure games primarily. Uh, and then they grew to a point where they were publishing other company stuff. They got to be a pretty big publisher and then they were purchased by, I want to say, CUC and Vivendi. And now they again are sort of like I think I believe they're owned by Activision, and they are more of a a holding, um, you know, an IP container that they potentially could use. And they actually started almost a couple of years ago. They were going to do like a revival of it, and they brought out a couple of really weird games. Um, like there was one with these little blue critters that were kind of like lemmings or something like that. They were like aliens. And I'm like, well, this doesn't really have much to do with Sierra. They also released, in fact, it's kind of weird because we talked about Geometry Wars earlier, but they released Geometry Wars Evolved. Uh, or geometry, whatever the whatever the newest Geometry Wars was, they three. released that under the Sierra label. Um, yeah, it was Geometry then, Wars three, I think. And then they did that King's Quest uh, by the Odd Gentleman, which the episodic King's Quest game, and that was all under Sierra. And then I guess they decided that didn't work, and then and then just didn't do anything with it. So. And, you know, uh, game developers come and go all the time. And so, of course, we can't hit on everything. So if there is a developer that we have failed to mention, listeners, uh, this is your time to let us know all about that. We are at the end of our show for this week, but we thank you for joining us. If you have any comments on any of the stories that we discussed, any of the new releases, any of the uh, dank video game names dot com or whatever that thing is. Uh, let us know all about that. You can find us on social media. We are at Dank Bite Show. Dank video. Yeah, we should. That should be the new segment name. Dank video game. Dank switched game names. Dot com. Dot edu. The dankest. The dankest. Uh, at Game Bite Show on Twitter. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand. And I am at Count Elmdor. 
You can find our uh, newly hitched Jared Red Eye Dunn at R-E-D underscore I. Uh, rest in peace to that guy. We're never seeing him again. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, Liz, just so you know, you're not changing him. You're not changing him. Sorry. Sorry to tell you now. It's too late. Uh, but uh, you can find our work on Twitter. Uh, sorry, on Twitch over at twitch.tv slash Show. I guess I'll be playing something. Or maybe LeGrand's going to be playing something. I don't know. We'll figure something out for this week. Hunt Showdown. Uh, Hunt Showdown. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe somebody wants to see that. Listen, nobody's out. You guys haven't even played that no, game and you're trash right. on that I, game. I, I actually would really Every like time to watch you have, play that. and that game is amazing. I would really like to watch you play that. So I would we'll play a, a baseball game called Bunt Showdown. Bunt <laughs> Showdown. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be more like a cake simulator game called? Bunt? I would go for that also. Yeah. It would be showdown. the opposite of the home run derby that the Ken yeah, Griffey game has. <laughs> come up with the best bunts. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you can also find our website on the internet, GameBiteShow.com. Find a sidebar of our video content. The links to all of our pa- uh, past podcasts, our back catalog there is real good. As well as the link to our Discord. We've mentioned it a few times. We'd certainly love, if you're listening to this, for you to come join us on Discord. We can talk about DankSwitchGameNames.com.edu. Bunt Hoedown. Bunt Hoedown, the Western version. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, come join us there. But of course, we'll be back in just a few days to talk to you about the video games that we've been playing or making up in our heads and deciding would be cool. Uh, so look forward to that in just a few days. But until then, this has been your Game Bite Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. See ya. Be seeing you. Perfect.